Good Wednesday morning to you. This is Chris. You're listening to another episode of Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. I hope that you are having a great, great day. The announcements before we get started with today's podcast are join us as we head, at least the plan it is, but regardless of the plan, please note that on June 16th, Ignite Columbus is having a worship gathering in honor of pride 2019 and they're going to gather together for a time of fellowship worship and prayer with our very own apostle triplet it's from 2 30 to 4 p.m it's at 82 east 16th avenue summit on 16th fellowship hub everybody is welcome please join us currently trying to make plans in my own schedule to try to get there Also, every Tuesday at 7 p.m., Word and Power has Bible study. It is on Facebook Live. You can go to your search bar on Facebook and type in Word and Power and find it. Also, if you look up Transformation Center or on the Ignite Movement page, you can also find the uh, YouTube educational webinars that Apostle Petty John does and also... Apostle Petty John also has uh, sessions at the public library on different topics, as well as the blog uh, radio show. So go to Ignite Movement and check out those resources. Hope y'all had a great morning today. We had a great prayer call today, and Apostle Triplett was talking about authenticity and Pride Month in, in this morning's prayer call. And personally, it was confirmation for me because I had been thinking about authenticity for the last you know couple of weeks. And how that's shown up in my life. The dictionary says that authentic means true to one's personality, spirit, or character. When I think about my own life, there have been times where I've struggled with being authentic, with being true and in my you know, personality and my spirit and in my character, especially when it came to my work and personal and and ministerial life. And here's what I mean. You know, I remember it was 2003 to 2004. I was living in Georgia and I had a low haircut. I, you know, prefer clothing that I is gender marked as male. At least that's what other people call it. And for me, it works because that's who I am. That's how I see myself. Yet I realize others don't for various reasons and issues that often have nothing to do with me. Yet I was facing a real dilemma because being the author authentic version of myself seemed to cause a real issue with taking care of myself, also known as paying your rent, um, lights, gas, food. So I was faced with what do I do? Because sometimes I wasn't getting jobs. Sometimes I was making, you know, menial money, you know, on jobs. And I really didn't, you know, know what I should do. And I chose to create two personas. Mm compartmentalize my work and personal life and the work version of me affectionately known as Christy was the one that grew out the uh, low haircut got a relaxer I wore clothing that identified as female and I was the real me after work hours and in my home And I don't know if this really worked, but I told myself that it did. And let's face it, I kept it up in Georgia, the move to Tallahassee, Florida, and in uh, Miami. But, you know, personally, it got taxing and burdensome to the spirit and to be 
too much because when you really think about it, you know, as much as we try to tell ourselves that, you know, we're not bothered by other people's perceptions and comments and conversations about who we are, you know, we do bear the scars of other people's issues. And I've done that with my own in my own life with gender identity, with feeling comfortable to be myself and dress the way that I want to dress. You know, it's happened to me in my personal life in the sense of with my family because they have definite, you know, ways that they feel that I should look, the outfits that I should wear. And it's always been a struggle because I'm like, no, I want to wear my clothes. And it's only been the culmination of time and, you know, the confidence in being myself that I am able to now, you know, express myself authentically the way that I want to express myself and dress the way that I want to dress in my current position. I, you know, show up at work like Chris, like I'm not doing two personas. I'm not compartmentalizing in my family life with my parents, regardless of the fact that they're not accepting. I talk about my wife and our travels and what we do together in our life because this is who I am. You know, and when I look back at that period of my life, I definitely don't want to encourage anybody to say, you know, you have to do this. I'm just sharing, you know, my own experience. And when I look at it, I think of it as it was survival. And let's be real, if we're going to have a real conversation, there are people that have to do all kinds of things to survive. And what they might do, what I might do, that might not work for you. So, but we got to be open and, and, and talk about the fact that people have to do certain things in order to live. The decisions that we make, these are real decisions. They have real, you know, effects. And when I look at it, you know, now I I can't tell you that it, it was the best decision, but it was the decision that I made. And yet I also know that it took a while and a long time and therapy for me to uh, stop compartmentalizing my life. And when I talk about this in response to ministry, you know, the experience that I had most were two. One, I remember, you know, going to church and really being challenged with the fact that, you know, the Holy Spirit said to me, I'm going to need you to be the real you, not the pretend you. Because sometimes on the Internet, not just on the Internet or sometimes, I mean, I remember reading a resource that talked about there's our perceived image, our projected image and our actual image. And when we think about what it means to be authentic in Christ, then I think it's important to talk about being the real you, you know. I can remember my piano teacher once saying to me, Christianity is who you are when you're not in church, when you're not on the stage. It's who you are in your real life. And in ministry or ministerial responsibilities, I can remember, you know, being invited to participate on a prayer call and being really, really nervous. And I don't think it was a real effective prayer. And my leader, my apostle, and my spiritual father talked to uh, me about it and was asking me why was I nervous. And, you know, personally, I was nervous because all I could think about was the fact that I didn't sound like any of those people that were on their prayer line. I didn't pray like that. I didn't talk to God like that. I'm Methodist. I'm not Baptist. I don't have the Kojic experience. I I don't, you know, you know, sound like that. That's not, you know, my sound. You know, I, I, I struggle with having security and being secure to use the gift that God has given me in that capacity. And that was a real experience. Later, I can remember, you know, being asked again to participate in another call. And I remember 
getting up early that morning and I remember being so nervous and as clear as I am recording this podcast for you today I can remember the Holy Spirit telling me you're nervous because you're so focused and worried about sounding like other people but I didn't ask you to sound like others just get on that prayer call and talk to me in your voice just me and you And that was a real aha, if you want to call it that, a learning experience moment, because I think, you know, that's who we're supposed to be. Be yourself. I will never sound like Apostle James Triplett. That's not my job. I won't sound like Overseer Gray or Apostle Petty John or Apostle Godfrey or many of the, uh, you know, giant leaders of faith like Overseer Wallace. That's not my responsibility. I'm just supposed to sound like Chris and just use the gifts that God has given me to encourage, uplift, and share with others how great, how awesome, how wonderful God is in life, in my life, and how that's impacted and affected me. And I think that's what we're supposed to do when I'm telling you in our last podcast about sharing your experiences and how people have all these varied experiences and all of them can be used to share with other brothers and sisters, you know, in Christ because authenticity means true to one's personality, to one's spirit or character. Also, we're talking about the fact that it is Pride Month, which means there are lots of celebrations and parades and opportunities and spaces where people express themselves authentic, authentically. Excuse me. And I can remember the first time I attended Pride, I was excited because I was, you know, going, you know, going to a place and a space where I didn't have to explain. I was understood. You know, there was such freedom there, freedom that I had never experienced or seen. And I went with friends and I made new friends and I had a great time. Some years later, I participated in another Pride event with my church ministry. We had a booth and talked with people and gave hugs because let's face it, I think, you know, we have to be everywhere. Jesus is everywhere and we're Abba's kids, so we need to show up and we need to share the truth with people. The truth is that, you know, being gay and Christian are real experiences. There's nothing that negates us from Abba's love. Abba loves us. We're his kids, period, point blank. We're his kids. And I think sometimes people misunderstand pride, and maybe it's because it's a lack of knowledge or a lack of awareness. I'm not sure. But what's true, if we're going to have a real conversation, is there are people who live in spaces and places and cities and towns and countries where you are not free to be your authentic self. There are countries that exist where you can be jailed or killed for being gay. There are brothers and sisters in the trans community that are being murdered in the United States. There are friends and family members that struggle in daily life with, you know, people who refuse to use the correct, you know, pronoun for them. They constantly misgender them or the inability, as I was telling you, to be authentic at work. That's a real experience. Or the fact that, you know, you hear all these messages in the community about being visible. Yeah, the truth is also that being visible, depending on where you are, could cause harm or could be a real challenge in living your day-to-day life and all you are is being you. And if you've never had the experience or you know, that's not your story or that's not something you can relate to or or if you've always had the freedom of being yourself, then maybe you can't understand, you know, pride. Yet I would encourage you to meet other people that believe and express themselves in ways that you don't. 
Because the one thing that makes the world beautiful is that we're all different. And I bring this up also because while I was thinking about the topic this morning from the prayer call and looking up, you know, just what, you know, information was on the Internet as it related to authenticity, I discovered there were so many varied perspectives on what authenticity is and what it isn't. Yet what's true is found in our scripture and verse for today, which part of it, to paraphrase, is from Ephesians 2.10, which says that we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus. That's you. That's me. He created us. And Abba took the time to create all of us with varied skills and gifts and abilities and experiences and genders and identities and expression and races and origins. All of us are useful and valuable in the body of Christ. And don't listen to anybody else that tells you that you're not. That's what Abba says. I didn't say that. Chris didn't say that. That's not Chris. Chris didn't create that. Abba did. You know, Abba took the time to season the earth with a plethora of variety. There are no exclusions in Abba. There are no things that can separate us from his love. He formed us and knitted us in our mother's womb. He laid purpose in our being. He knows us. He loves us 100% right now. His love is unchanging. He loves you because he loves you because he loves you because he loves you because he loves you. He loves all the way, all the time. His love is unchanging. And that means that you, point to yourself, us and we will always be the beloved. We can't change his mind. He won't stop his love for us. There's nothing we can do, be, or say. We don't have to perform for us. He loves us. I'm going to say it again. All the way, all the time, his love is unchanging. And when you get right down to the subject of what we're talking about today, you know, if you remember nothing else in this podcast, we're talking about authenticity. And this is what it means when we're talking about it in the context of the true nature of who God is. You know, you hear us say that all the time. God, you know, that you know, the true nature of who Christ is and the true nature of who Christ is, is that I'm trying to say it. his love is unchanging. He loves us because he loves us. He loves us all the way, all the time. We will always be the love beloved. That's his nature toward us. You know, and I just want you to sit and think about that, you know, because that's important that we get that. Because oftentimes I think we're walking around life and we're thinking that we're not loved and, oh, this love has, you know, exclusions, and it doesn't. He loves all the way, all the time. His love is unchanging. And we will always be the beloved. And when we talk about what this means for our life, it means that we're supposed to be authentic because we're only following the example of our father and living out the image in which we're created. And I hope that encourages you. I hope that uplifts you. I hope that gives you some things to think about. And you can always reach out with feedback and prayer requests to the podcast at encouragingyourspiritpodcast at gmail.com. So closing things, remember, authenticity is important. And it means that the true nature of who God is, is that he loves us because he loves us. He loves us all the way, all the time. His love is unchanging. When we look at what it means to be authentic, 
It means to be true. Your true spirit, your true personality, your true character. Be that every day, in every way, all the time. Okay? I hope that encourages you, like I said, and I hope that uplifts your spirit. I hope y'all have a great rest of y'all's day. See y'all next time. Bye.